Okay, here we go. Good morning. It is Suzilla. It is, we are at Wenatchee Insurance. Yep, we are indeed. Sorry, we've been insane. We've been kind of sporadic with our uh, broadcast lately, but you know, life gets in the way of things sometimes. Well, we're, we're, we're actually going to kind of dive into a really awesome topic today. Oh, that's cool. Because it's one of those things that people don't think about, but think about it at the same time. Doesn't that make your head hurt when you do that? No. Okay. Because today's topic is comfort. Oh, okay. So that's Matt. I'm Susie. This is Wenatchee Insurance. I'm the Susie at Wenatchee Insurance. And that's the Matt at Wenatchee Insurance. And we'll take care of your insurance needs here in Wenatchee and other parts of Washington State. Yes, we're exclusively Washington State. So, hey, sorry to be the other 49. <laughs> All right. In the District of Washington. So comfort is the thing. You may notice that I'm a little, uh, un my voice isn't very clear and bell-like today. Yeah, you've got that kind of raspy voice going on. A little uh, laryngitis because I've had a cold. And that's kind of what brought it because it's, it's one of those things that, that because of cold, COVID, RV, RSV, RSV uh, and, and the host of other things that have been circulating. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people that are experiencing discomfort. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, you know, I've, I've, I've had, you know, our, our, our partner, uh, Shayla, who's out of the office. Yeah. You know, every, I check in, with her on, check in with them on a regular basis to see if they need us to bring them anything. Right. Um, now, to be fair, Shayla's got a farm, has a family, but sometimes if the whole family's sick, and you can't get to the grocery store to get your chicken soup. It's nice to have someone who will either bring you chicken soup or get chicken soup delivered to you. As I refer to it as chicken soup on a pole. There you go. Uh, because it's that safety factor. Yeah, well, what you run it, well, we did that for them um, the first time that their family had COVID because the entire family came down. Mm -hmm. And there was like everyone was like, nope, we're not leaving the house. So we arranged a, um, a, a grocery drop mm -hmm. for them and it was just one less one small thing that we could do and we we, we and it's, it's one of those things that, that, that I, I, the more i think about it it's like it's really on how we built our our little insurance office here was to provide comfort dog uh, yeah well just the fact that we created an environment which wasn't all stuffy and suit and ties and you know, dark wood and books on this, you know, and, and bookshelves and and mounted deer heads. Yeah, and the, the smell, as I refer to it, the smell of mildewing paper and old carpets. Oh, there you the go. The place where dreams go to die. There you go. Um, um, yeah, we we our initial generation of our office was to be a more comfortable welcoming area for anybody who wanted to set foot in our office anybody mm -hmm. you know so we've got national parks pictures up we've got gnomes in our foyer we are traditionally in jeans and t-shirts well i don't normally wear a t-shirt but i'm in jeans and you know comfy shoes in the summer you're not going to get me out of my sandals well it's also even our, our first outreaches we were baking chocolate chip cookies. Oh yeah, and we were, we were extending with our outreach effort to provide comfort in other places. Exactly, and you know, 
people can do this. And it's, it's like, yeah, if you walk into an office and you're not feeling welcomed and comforted and why are you doing business there? Exactly. Uh, I had a, a client the other day who had come to me for their Medicare choices mm -hmm. and they'd actually visited with another Medicare um, licensed agent prior mm -hmm. to us, but they weren't comfortable there. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm not feeling like I want to be here. Mm -hmm. And so they came to see me and I'm, I'm always been telling people, you know, Matt does too. Go check out the other people. I'm on board with that idea. And yeah. And it's, it's one of those things that, that with comfort, you get strength. Right. And we are so comfortable with being genuine and being ourselves. We tell people, yeah, go shop. Yeah. Just point blank. Go shop the uh, go shop the competition. Exactly. And see what you see and come back to us. If you want to. The fact is we're mm -hmm. comfortable enough with ourselves mm -hmm. to make other people comfortable with us. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not, it's not make, it's to you, allow them to we, be. We we exchange that comfort. Okay. And it's it's regardless of who people are. Oh yeah, we don't has we don't hesitate. Um, because we, you know, it's, it boils down to that respect and dignity we treat everybody yep, with. Everybody. And we're, we're working on, you know, you know, working on that for ourselves. Right. We ourselves deserve respect and dignity. And this is one of those, 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 you know, those long, you know, thoughts. It's like, yeah, we also need some comfort. Yeah. From time to time. Yeah. Um, People mistake taking away that ability of comfort, the luxury items, as punishment, and they think they it, it is an ability to take away from someone's comfort. So, for example, taking away someone's uh, phone as punishment. Yeah. Okay. Is that not the case? What? You said some people feel that. Is that not? Is that now you see it? If they're comfortable with themselves, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's true. If they can find comfort in other things, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, the the power play to take away comfort no longer matters because you can be comfortable with yourself and have come and comfort yourself. And <laughs> that is really. In, important because right now we're, we're in a bit of a, a struggle. We are. We're having a, a, a personal and professional struggle that we're working our way, our way, way through. And we're not going to go into details about it, but needless to say, we're struggling with this and trying to remember to take care of ourselves and comfort ourselves in this process. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, one of the, one of the common mistakes is, 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 you know, doing the punishment and then taking away things they they mistake their place. And what I'm saying is the mistake of place is because someone that is that is driving with that and is, is taking away that comfort uh -huh. forgets that, oh my gosh, you perfectly able to find comfort otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Take away my phone, fine, I'll go read a book. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. get another phone. I'll get another phone. Heck, if you were to strip out everything and stick me in a room by myself, I'd probably be okay for a while. Yeah. You know, you know one thing that's why solitary confinement is a punishment because you've taken away everything. It's a punishment for some people. 
Not everybody. It, they do. They've done a lot mm -hmm. of studies on that, that it really does impact a person psychologically, mm -hmm. generally in a negative way, which is why it's considered a punishment. Like I said, I know that I would probably do just fine for a while. I mean, there's going to be a point where I might not be just fine, but yeah, generally I'm fine. Mm. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stories about people who play chess in their heads or, or built, built watches in their minds and then got out of their confinement and actually built the watch. So one of the, one of the, the, the people I watch because it's just freaking amazing is look up Burpee King. Burpee? Like Bur Burpee King. You know the exercise burpees? Oh yeah. I hate those. Um, yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're not easy, but this, this gentleman who's done it for like thousands of days straight. Yeah. And you watch them and you watch on how smooth and how comfortable the motions are. Okay. It's freaking incredible that someone is taking that because it's, it, yeah, it's discomfort and because uh -huh. burpees are, are not easy and they They're not designed to be easy. They're not designed, but you watch him in motion doing what's normally uncomfortable act and he does it with grace because he's done it thousands of days in a row and it's amazing to watch and and that's on how you can you know and now he's you know branching out and he's you know talking about different things and doing different things but you watch that and it's just like that is on how you take something that's uncomfortable an uncomfortable place and extend it out and lend out comfort and it's, it's a it's you know an, another example for that is is people who have difficulty speaking in public yeah being able to do a interview or talk show host uh-huh um one of the the most famous ones was johnny carson he was not a people person but he was he became the king of late night yeah, that's true so you can be in an uncomfortable place and lend out comfort and be very successful at it. Well, one of the things that Johnny Carson succeeded in was being the talk show host mm -hmm. is he would, he wasn't doing, he wasn't leading the conversation. He was instigating the mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. And if you, if you think about the same, you know, the same thing, we, we have, you know, that, that embrace the suck behind the scenes, routines that we do in business yeah um that you don't let out into the public sphere no no uh, you don't it's it, the sausage making yeah sausage uh, king of chicago the sausage king of chicago and it's somewhere along the ways people have said okay let's let's open up the the, the kitchen space and so everyone sees the sausage making and forgetting that the primary reason that people gravitate towards any spot is comfort. They want to be comforted. They want grandma to come in and, and, and give them a hug and a cookie. Yeah, that's true. Now, on the, on the other side, though, some people are comforted by knowing how the sausage is made. It gives mm -hmm. it can, because that's how their brains work. That's how they're knowing the details and having all the bits and pieces. 
is comforting to them. So everyone's got different comfort levels and yeah. different comfort choices. So you set them in the in the in the front, them on the front window away from the kitchen sink. Yeah. And at the same time, you've got to have that space available to make it safe for everyone. Right. And the safe for everyone's not easy mm-hmm. to do. But if you are responsive to the people around you, you can make it safe and comfortable for them. Mm-hmm. And in response, hopefully they'll be able to do the same thing for you. Yeah. Maybe not even consciously, but people, with people feel safe, they, they respond in kind usually. Well, they, they generally, they, they open up and you have genuine conversations. Yeah. Which are really important in the health insurance, health insurance line. Any insurance industry. Yeah, because you, you don't want people, if you've got people who are feeling uncomfortable and don't trust you and are lying to you to try and get something that mm-hmm. they feel they need, they're not going to get what they actually need. Insurance is a trust-based industry. Well, it's a social-based industry. Well, that, yes. And and most people forget that. They assume it's transactional. Oh, no. There's too much people involved. And, well, n- I think the moment the, the, the transaction becomes important uh-huh. to both the consumer and the agent is the time when you really start to lose insurance. And the reason I say that is, is because... The golden rule of insurance is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's just a general golden rule, dear. No, it's the golden rule. Well, yeah. If I put someone in a policy, that's because I want to be in that policy. I, mean, I want my grandmother to be in that yeah. policy. I want them taken care of. Exactly. So that's my point of view. It. So when you start to get into that, oh my gosh, this is transactional. Uh-huh. It's the the agents no longer focused on that golden rule they're focused on the gold right and that i think that's one of the problems you run into when you're dealing with insurance on a purely um consumer to um to 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 corporate oh the direct uh, the direct to consumer because Mm -hmm. it is very transactional there isn't somebody who's saying listen this is this, just because this is cheap doesn't mean it's going to be, you know, good it, in the long run. It's it's not it's not the Swiss Army knife or the Leatherman of, mm-hmm. of, of policies, and some people need the Swiss Army knife, the Leatherman of, of policies. policies. And well, another thing you run into is folks who are under the miss. It helps. It's more true in the mm-hmm. in the life in the health lines, is that people get are if it's more expensive, it must be better. That's not always the case. True. You know, you're just because this, okay, just because you've got a $1,000 plan doesn't mean it's any better than the $600 plan. They might be exactly the same. They could be the same. Uh, it just depends on, the, on their pools. That, that $600 plan could have the, the necessary co-pays. Uh-huh that make it more valuable than that thousand dollar exactly. plan. Exactly. It might be more specific to your needs. You might have a thousand dollar plan that you have to meet the six hundred you know, the six thousand dollar deductible before it starts paying for your lab work. Mm-hmm. The six hundred dollar plan, you just pay twenty dollars for your lab work. Which one's a better choice for you? Yeah. And that gets into that that, you know, providing comfort. Uh-huh. A 
agent that is focused on that goal is not interested in is in finding you know those comfort zones they're looking at making that sale what's the quickest fastest way to make the sale Uh uh-huh and that's when you run into people who are for sure um selling for the bonus Mm -hmm. it's like oh i'm gonna i need to, to sell more of this company's policy so i can hit my bonus even if it's not the right policy for the client and that's selling for the gold and that's not okay. Yeah. And it's, it's in my opinion. No, no, it's, 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 it's a valid opinion because that was one of the things that we really de-emphasize at our office. Um, we, it's like, okay, yeah, here's the bonuses. Oh, these are all fine and dandy. Woohoo. Um, cool, cool. There's a bonus going on. (laughs) We might boost what we do for marketing. Yeah. And sometimes we buy ourselves a treat. Get some gummy bears or something. Yeah, it's however we split it with, with everyone in the Absolutely. office. Absolutely. It's a full split. And that's because it's it's everyone. And it's 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 weird because it, it, the the corporate structures really stress those bonuses. They do. Um and it's like, oh, these are the greatest things in the in the face are these these will motivate. And yeah, they do motivate people. They motivate the people that are focused on that gold and yeah. not the golden customers, that right. golden relationship. Right. Because a relationship is a long-term situation, whereas focusing on the individual transaction, the gold, mm-hmm. is a one and done a lot of the times. Because you, you know, it, if it's if you're lucky, you might stumble into a plan that works well for something. They'll stick with you. If you just sell them something because you want the you want that commission, but it's not the right fit, they're not coming back for renewals. Mm-hmm. And you you get a one time, one time you know ping, but you don't get their lifetime business. Yeah, and and one of the one of the things I I I, I mentioned early is you if you want to stay in any sort of sales industry, if you ride the highs of of the sales and the commissions, the lows will kill you. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um, so it's like woohoo! It's it's like the businesses that that decide to stop marketing because they have all the business right now, uh-huh. forgetting that in two weeks down the road they're scheduled blank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that that's a really and so they cut off the marketing. Yeah, we've had to scale back our marketing our marketing buys uh, because of um, circumstances, mm-hmm. and so but we're ramping up in less costly ways. We're trying to be more, um, you know, more just out there because we're rebranding. You know, mm-hmm. we were a different brand, and now we're Wenatchee Insurance, and. You can't just rest on your laurels. No, no, no. You, there, there is no. That's that's where where comfort kills. Yeah. Well, now there is points where maybe you do want to scale back on the marketing and not continue to grow and rest because you're getting ready to retire, mm-hmm. um, and you're not going. You're not building for the next person um, because you're going to just shut things down. You're not passing it on to the next generation. But if I were passing my business on to the next generation, I'd be marketing like crazy to let people know, hey, this is the new guy. Yeah, yeah if you if you want the if you want them to succeed, you, you want them to succeed. If you want your customers to to establish a new relationship, yeah, it is. It's a relation. It's always this is always relationship based. Well, everything is relationship based. 
Yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, even your transactional transactional transactions or even the, relationship. the worst jobs we've had we've had were good and great relationships <laughs> with the uh, with our co-workers and we've had crap relationships with our co-workers yeah however in some of those worst place scenarios you know you get i think that the term is trauma bonded yeah because you're all you're all into this together yeah uh, and you, you you develop these deep meaningful relationships because you're going through this this ordeal together and you're able to provide comfort to, to each other. Yeah, that's true. You know, it could be in the you know in, in you know back in the days it could have been the simple hey here you have a cigarette. Yeah, and that's that's where where the smoking circle where they where we comfort each other. Yeah, the the going out for a smoke thing, um, the, the the stand around the water cooler the coffee break that those are trauma bond not always trauma bonding but those are bonding moments yeah you don't go out for smoke anymore but the the, the breaks still happen you, you provide comfort yeah why do you think sometimes corporations make sure that the breaks are split up so they're not able to get comfort uh, so they're not able to bond because mm-hmm. they like the sometimes bad companies likes to build dissent and competition between employees mm-hmm. because they feel it, it drives them. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Well, yeah, because I, I remember the, you know, in the service and then doing some just horrible field problems. It was it was hard for us to get warm food. Oh, sure. And so, you know, that's where I learned that the Coleman stoves could also burn on gas. Yes. Because you know, one one crusty old sergeant showed me that hey, yeah, you can use you can use gasoline with these, and your 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 canteen cup can you know make your your hot cocoa out of these MREs. Yeah, you know, despite yeah, it being twenty below. Yeah, uh, because army gets cold, and that's where I managed to rifle away and find a single burner Coleman stove that I still have to this day. That's right. Um, more than once I did lend that out just because it was like, Hey, this is like gold because they didn't come into Europe very often. No, I can't imagine they did. Um, but yeah, you can use the, 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 the white fuel or you can use gasoline with those. Mm-hmm. You're probably bad. You're not going to get as good a result with gasoline, but yeah, they work. You have to clean it a little more. Yeah. You have to they, clean the burners. There's more, uh, more, uh, residue with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's why they have carburetors. Yeah. So that that's you know one of those examples of oh my gosh horrible situation how do I find comfort and lend comfort to others right and if you can make a cup of cocoa or a cup of tea it makes a difference you can survive until the next day sometimes it's just survive till the next hour but yeah, yeah. or the next minute mm-hmm. you know that's okay and you know there are people outside our doors that 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 come in and are amazed, just simply amazed of Susie, you know, dropping here, have to have some chocolate. Here, have this tissue because you're crying. Here, have this hug. Oh, yeah, I get a lot of hugs in my office. And if we were running this as, you know, a straight lace, oh, my gosh, this is how insurance is run, you know, white, you know, black tie sort of situation, people would not find that comfort. No, no, not at all. 
The only person in a suit that was ever comforting to me was the guy who was a the the, the 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 mortician who was arranging my father's funeral. Really? Yeah, he was actually really. Yeah, he was in a suit and tie, but he was actually really good at the comfort thing. Of course, that was God almost thirty years ago too. I'm trying to think if anyone in a suit and tie I found comfortable, and I can't. I can't think. He of was it. the only one ever, and that was the like he's the only one that's ever been ever created that, and that's because that's a part of his his job choice, his career choice, and it, it that just was his human nature, you know. Yeah, see, I, I, for me, you know, the, the, the suit and tie concept has is, is always been kind of like the, the modern day armor. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, not, it's not to comfort others, it's to comfort yourself. Yeah, yeah. See, the, the, that particular um, funeral director just had a, it's almost like he wasn't 100% comfortable in the suit himself. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what made it work. I don't know. I can't come up with an answer for that one. It was a really long time ago, but he's the only person in a suit who's ever been comforting. Yeah. And he, he, but you're right. A suit is modern armor. Mm -hmm. If you look at the way suits are designed, they're based on armor. Yeah. You know, it's layers of, of, of material uh -huh. um, that, that are just that you have some flexibility in certain areas, some others yeah. you don't. And you have shoulder pads instead of. You know, um, you know the the, the the I can't think of the word um, epaulets. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, and then you've got the lapels instead of the chest plate. It's armor. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's to it's to comfort yourself because I've always, I've I've owned some really exquisite suits, and yeah, I've, they're comfortable as heck, but they don't they don't lend that comfort to others. No. No, they're not designed to. Um, you know, yesterday I, I, I threw on threw on my one of my jackets because uh, I was going to Rotary. Yeah, because I, I knew that would be expected. Um, and yeah, for largely there was a lot of blazers and stuff going on, and I, I was you know fully comfortable, fit, blended in. Yeah, you were looking to not stand out. I was looking not to stand out. Um, and you know, kind of observe what is going, what occurs. Yeah. Because um, if you go to a meeting like that mm -hmm. in your normal everyday t-shirt and jeans, you would stand out like a sore thumb. No, actually, there was a, quite a few people in t-shirts and jeans there. Oh, cool. There was a you know quite a few with visible tattoos. That's nice. Um, I guess it depends on the group you're going it to. It depends on the group. I imagine there were a lot of polo shirts. Yeah. Um, the polo shirt is the is the modern suit. It's a squire's outfit. <laughs> it really is. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, if, you, if you want to complete the squire's outfit, you'll throw a logo on or a name badge. Oh, okay. Um, because here's the thing. If, if you're important enough, you don't need no stinking name badge. Oh. Because everyone knows your name. Like me? I'm the Susie. You're the Susie. And I've walked into more, more than one room and heard whispers. Uh, I, 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 I don't, I, I, my radar for that's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things when you, I, I've been the rebel king for so long yeah. that if someone hears my voice. Oh, well, your voice carries like crazy though. 
in, in, in pings on, you know, the name of, oh yeah, I've heard of this guy. Oh yeah. Every, you know, everything on the other side of Steven's pass is yours. Because <laughs> as I tell people, it's like, yeah, if you, if you, if you really want to understand people, you, you look at the metrics. Um, I've had to, I've had to explain that to more than one person or relationship. Yeah. Just look at the metrics, see what I've done for 10 years. Yeah. Compare. Yeah. We have nothing to be, we got nothing to be concerned about. We have nothing to be concerned about. Nope. Um, and yeah, we're like we said before, we're in a challenge right now, but mm -hmm. so we're having a bit of a general discomfort in our office, but you know what? It's not a bad thing to pull yourself out of your comfort zone just so you can reset your comfort zone. Well, you know, yesterday was was outside my comfort zone. Oh, absolutely. It threw your whole day off. It threw my whole day off. I, I had to, you know, I, I had a really horrible experience about six years ago with, with, with the Rotary organization. Yep. Um, so me setting foot in there again, you know, you know, Quite frankly, was out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, however, as as I as I as I put, you know, you know, put the the, the sponsor, the the invite, the one who was welcoming me and providing comfort. It's like I I'm not afraid. I'm you know I don't have those really comfortable. I'm there about the experience. Huh? And I, I wanted to experience. I wanted to see. You know, hey, yeah, it's it's got some merits. It's, it's it's got some possibilities, and I saw that you know they are struggling with the same things that six years ago helped drive me out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is really important is is when you start to look around your organization, and your home, and your friends, you start to look at the habits. Are there habits that promote comfort and care or are there habits to tear down comfort and care? And you want people who build care around you. Yeah, because yeah. you want that care and concern. You, you want that genuine experience of humanity on the good side. Huh? Because you don't want to walk in and have someone chuck a poison cookie at you. Not normally, no. And that's a perfect place to end it. So, hey, look around you. See who's providing comfort. If you own a business, how are you providing customers comfort? How are you providing your peers and employees comfort? Exactly. And have a great day. Bye.